God damn it, y'all. Shit just keeps getting weirder and weirder around here. It's your trap tricky trusted teacher, Wolf the Dog, and I am no longer surrounded by walls. From my cage, I can see that there is a lot of bizarre alien thingies all around me. Bioluminescence. Mushroomy thingies. What the fuck is going on around here? I guess the show still must go on. Bullshit working conditions is what this is. This week's Howlin' with Wolf is from at Super Nerd Jeff, who is located in Slovenia. At Super Nerd Jeff tweeted about the show and tagged at Pretending Pod, the second coolest thing you can do in Slovenia. The first, dance with the fairies on Bled Island. Those little groovers really know how to cut a wool, if you know what I mean. And if you don't, do some damn research. Wolf ain't gonna spoon feed you every morsel. But I am gonna howl. At Super Nerd Jeff writes, I hope this message reaches you safely, Wolf. I don't know which lines of communication are safe these days. You and the boys are doing God's work over at 694.2 PTBP. Handlers, agents, and dogs everywhere could take a leaf out of your creepy freckled human skin book. To my own agents, it is coming. The future we have waited and worked so long for. Foretold in years past, born of pestilence and fermented in solitude. Prepare yourselves. Much love from the safe house in Slovenia. Keep up the fine work, fellas. Now I don't know where your safe house is, Jeff. But if you ever run into the dragon that kicks it under Ljubljana Castle, tell him Wolf says he regrets calling him a girthy drake, and I miss their earthy quakes. I bet all that's just for Jeff. Unless a few of y'all have read a book or two on Slovenia. If you want to write up something for your trapped wolf to howl, and then make very specific references to, tag at PretendingPod on Twitter, tag at PretendingPod on Instagram, tag pretending to be people on Facebook or fuck Mark Zuckerberg, or you can write a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and holler about it to PretendingPod at gmail.com. Also, money. We'll take it. If you want to join the Patreon-exclusive t-shirt club, head on over to patreon.com slash pretendingpod. And remember, if you join our Patreon or upgrade your tier during the month of November, we're going to take that money, we're going to match it, and we're going to buy blankets and tents for folks who need them this winter. You find folks have already raised $185. So, with PTBP's matching contribution, we have $370 so far to spend on needed supplies to help our community get through this winter. Only 11 days left, y'all. And how about this? If we hit $333 from y'all, that would double on up to the very cool number of $666. If that happens, Wolf will give away a couple fine t-shirts with the PTBP logo to a couple of fine patrons. So sign up for the Patreon this November, my babies. You'll get a butt ton of bonus content and the fuzzy warm feeling of helping others. Speaking of fuzzy warm feelings, it's time for the news. Last time, Incel accused a cool mom of being on drugs. 
accused the sheriff of not caring enough about a missing girl, accused the father of that missing girl, an alderman of Groversville, Tennessee, of being produced by inbreeding, and emailed Scott Adams, who is either a UFO guy, the Dilbert guy, or both. Finally, they called Merle Shuteye, pretended to be a Clark County deputy, and learned that Scott Adams has two rooms there at the same motel they're staying in. Two rooms for one dude? Hmm, Wolfie is skeptical. But now for something absolutely impeccable. It's Brat Pitt with Miss Mary. We're here with David Winters. David. Hi. Luke has a question for you. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, so <clears throat> let me set the scene. <laughs> We're not recording this, though, are we? No, no, yeah. Wait, did you get this question from a bigger podcast? <laughs> no, I was. I just like thought of it. I think I was like pooping and I thought of it. Um, so, okay. Make a lie gross enough. No one questions it. <laughs> You're accusing me, and I I resent that. Uh, this is from from the dome, David. You mm. can pick only Keith one dome. pick only one movie that Tom Hanks is in, and keep Tom Hanks in it. But then you have to replace every other movie he's in with a different actor. But then you have to pick who that actor is. So three part question, two part question. One: What movie is Tom Hanks going to stay in his role? And then what actor would you replace every really? other Tom, Tom Hanks, Hanks role with? with? Oh, that's good. He's going to stay in Forrest Gump. That's what I said. Yeah, he's going to stay in Forrest Gump. I know that much. Uh, <laughs> as far as every other movie. So, like, what are some highlights? What movies do we need to think about? Philadelphia. Like, Philadelphia Castaway. Castaway. Terminal. Um, Turner and Hooch. Terminal. Sully. 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 know you've got mail. Sleepless in Seattle. You're the captain now, um, Phillips man. This is this is easy too. Then uh, Nicholas Cage. Oh, oh nice. perfect, that's perfect excellent. answer. That's better than anything we ever came <laughs> yeah. up with. Yeah, that's the most chaotic answer you can give. Besides, like Gary Busey. <laughs> do, do you remember the scene in the terminal where uh, he's in the bathroom and he just starts screaming? <laughs> he does the scene for Mandy, but in every in movie. Terminal. <laughs> Let's kill some aliens. What were your What were your answers? I heard Forrest Gump was uh, a yes. I said but... Forrest Gump, and then Colin Hanks. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I was going to keep him in Castaway and uh, maybe like Sam Rockwell, some character actor I think could do all of his oeuvre. I think Sam Rockwell would be good. 
I I chose the the movie that I chose is that one where he is the guy. I feel like you don't know what you're gonna <laughs> say. <yet. laughs> I should have let Thomas go next. Yeah, I'll give you some time. I would keep him. I would keep him in the cinematic masterpiece Cloud Atlas, <laughs> and uh, and replace him in everything else with uh, Danny DeVito. <laughs> Yo, Danny DeVito is Forrest Gump. <laughs> That would be the greatest movie of all time. Uh, I, I'm going to keep him in that thing you do just to keep that movie pristine as possible, especially because we I talked about that. Yeah, I like, don't want Vin Diesel playing that role, which is who I'm going to have play all of the other roles. I do want Vin Diesel as Forrest Gump. <laughs> but oddly enough, family, uh, Jenny. Oddly family is a life of box of chocolates. <laughs> you never know what you're going to get. Yeah, oddly enough, the Chronicles of Riddick is all Tom Hanks now. <laughs> that would be awesome. Oh my god! <laughs> Tom Hanks goes down to Cuba, and he's like, "That means we're family." If, if the question is instead like, "Whose careers would you flop?" Yeah, then Tom Hanks and Ben Diesel is a very fun answer. <laughs> And at the end of episode two, <laughs> we, got, we got some information from a hotel clerk that uh, Scott Adams uh, was renting a room where we're staying. And there was also, a, he had a second room full a of second research. Room. The hotel clerk knew that that second room was full of research, if I remember right. <laughs> it's amazing that that hotel employee knew. Maybe he mentions it at the continental breakfast every morning. It's like, love this lobby coffee, really helps me with my research, which is what I use that second room for. <laughs> 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 what did we learn the uh hotel clerk's name uh you did it was riker yates that's right, right. That's right. strong Ooh, name yeah riker yates you live in new york you ever just go to riker island for fun uh <laughs> no nah, not really it's there's better islands yeah, uh, yeah including manhattan itself uh but yeah i generally avoid rikers <laughs> that's at least what the tourist guides say is trying not to do, do you ever get sent there against your will for the crimes you've committed? <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to answer that under advice. <laughs> Smart guy. I plead the fifth. <laughs> not a prereq for my appearance here. Uh, you didn't read the fine print, David. There's a reason why I have to record this remotely and I can't fly in for the show. I'm not allowed to leave. That's the, the nicest cell I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> They let you have so many games. <laughs> it's true. It's true. So we're at the hotel. Well, not really hotel. It's a motel. And I know that that's near and dear to certain other detectives' hearts and uh, uh, another property. <laughs> this is Merle's Shut Eye is what you called, or who you called, the place you called. Person you called was Riker Yates. Riker Yates. You're still far away, though. If I recall correctly, did you call on the fancy DEA Crown Victoria car phone, or did you call from the? I think we city called hall? from the, the office, office, right? Yeah. yeah, the city hall office. Okay, so uh, you led away the alderman, right? We told him. I think we told him to fuck off. Yes, like many of the other NPCs that you've encountered so far, you have thoroughly harassed them, asking about <laughs> disappearing people. And you constantly bring up aliens for no apparent reason, even though that's a complete trigger point for every resident around here. Accurate. Yep. You've made a phone call. It is, uh, what, around probably about midnight at this point. 
on yeah. Thirsty Thursday night. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, yeah, that's right. So we could go down to the reservoir. Thank you for bringing that up. <laughs> <laughs> I had forgotten about it. The question is, what do you want to do next? It's getting late. Day one. Do you guys, do you think we should, uh, I mean, we're going to go back to the uh, the motel. Anyway, we got to stay there. Should we go crash the kids' party? Go down to the reservoir? I mean, we, we should at least drive by, probably, yeah. It would give us a chance to see if there's any connections in the in the youth where all these missing kids are coming from. So-called missing kids. We have that raging, you know, Billy Ray just shouting in pain. Who fucking knows if there's a lot of kids missing? Yeah, but if Jane Allen is also missing and then we've got a... Everyone seems to not be worried about missing people. I'm worried that these teens themselves won't fucking be worried that any of their friends are missing. That's a worry. My theory is that we've only talked to grown adults. Maybe the younger crew might, might actually be concerned about it because it's their friends that are going. Reservoir would be the place to go then. What if there's like a scrappy group of uh, role-playing nerds? Then we kill them. Who befriend (laughs) a supernatural bald girl. (laughs) (laughs) How many of them do you think there'd be? The supernatural kind. Well, just one, but her name would be Eleven. Okay, all right. All right. I was just wondering. Am I off-putting to you, the three of you, in this room, now that it was just the four of us in here, do I come across as a little too fucking strong? I like your tattoos, but um, that whole thing, not not a fan. Not a fan of that. Why? I didn't like it. Sometimes you do say things that uh, I feel put the investigation in jeopardy. She's pulling on the sleeves of her cardigan that she she has on, but she's not using her like cardigan persona currently. And she kind of pulls the sleeves down over her tattoos. She had them rolled up from the intensity of the phone call and the email and the computer. And as she rolls the sleeves down, she looks at all of you and her face changes again. And she's just like, okay, Cindy Wudabega is going to be very, very nice. Is that better for you? Joe Dean's face falls, but he doesn't say anything. But he looks like he's seen this before, and he's even more worried now. <laughs> Cindy, is this a um, is this like a Bruce Banner Hulk situation? Can we can we call on can we call on that other version of you if we need it? Just rip my cardigan off, and I guess uh, we'll see what comes out. <laughs> just, she's still a little flirty. <laughs> She runs her fingers down uh, Harlan Nash's chest. Oh, uh, well. <laughs> is that okay? Um, it's I'm um, yeah, sure for now. It's better though than before. Yeah, Tan gets a little jealous. <laughs> How old are Harlan and Tan? Uh, Tan is thirty-eight. Uh, Harlan's forty-six. I'll be good. And she looks at her partner Jodine, and her eyes get really big. I'll be good. And then we all hop in the car and go to the reservoir. Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> we want to make some prank calls on our phone, uh, car phone first, though. Bring, <laughs> 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 bring. Hello, White House. Yeah. Let me talk to the president. <laughs> How did you get this number? What are your thoughts on aliens? <laughs> <laughs> we, we call Merle's County Bunker. <laughs> Yeah, go, grab your grab your prop phone, David. And I I haven't heard the ring yet. Bring 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 bring. Hey y'all, it's Merle's. Um, 
Howdy, uh, we're we're staying down at, you know, Merle's Shut-Eye tonight, and we were wondering, uh, how long the bunker's open. Uh-huh. Well, technically it's open till 12, but, uh, if you say the password, it's open till 2. What's the password? Big League Chew. <laughs> Big League Chew, that's cool. Yeah. Hey, hey, ask him if, uh, Mr. Jass is there. Hey, is Mr. Is Mr. Jass there? Hugh Jass. Who? Hugh Jass. <laughs> hey, we we got Hugh Jass in here. <laughs> Anyone? Oh, oh, hang up, hang up, hang what? up. What? Hey, hang up, hang up, hang up, hang up, hang up. Oh my God, it's just like The Simpsons. It's we just... don't got no Hugh Jass. In... <laughs> I can't believe it worked. Hang up. I hang up. Yeah. Hang up. <laughs> um, just like that animated 10-year-old boy that's taken the nation by storm these last couple of years. I'm just waiting for, uh, once we get in like a gunfight, for David to just bring a gun out as a prop. He's <laughs> like, yeah, I got He fires phone. it and bullets got... come out of our TV screen. Whoa! 4D. <laughs> Four dead. All right, any, any more prank phone calls before you go to the reservoir? Sure, why not? How many yeah. prank phone calls does it take to get to the reservoir? <laughs> Sorry, your your car phone's out of minutes. <laughs> yeah, you only had yeah. the, uh, the thirty minute monthly plan. Two things: first, are we there yet? And second, You're there. can I change Ice Cube to my answer for switching with Tom Hanks? <laughs> oh. <laughs> yes and yes. Ice Cube would be good. Is Ice Cube in Law and Order or is that Ice T? That's Ice T. Ice T. Which one's Ice Cube? Ice Cube is the. Are we the, there yet? Are we there yeah. yet? Yeah. And uh, Twenty One yeah. Jump Street. Uh, 22 Barbershop? Jump Street, Barbershop. Yeah. Man, Barbershop's a music. funny movie. All right, let's go. It'd be good. What do we see? Well, more importantly, what do you hear? So in between Ooh. your prank phone calls on the way there, a bump in tune from 1990 comes on. Uh, Vanilla Ice's Ice Ice Baby. Just to get you in the mood. All right, stop, stop collaborate, and, and listen. listen. Ice is back with a brand new invention. Something. Guys are holding me tightly. Flowing like a hot though, daily and nightly. Will never, it ever stop, stop, yo? I, I don't know. know. Turn out the lights, and I'll glow to the extreme. I rock the mic like a vandal. Light up the stage and watch me shine like a candle. candle. Dance. Harlan, uh, they really just had a little bonding moment there. She, I think your chances with uh, Cindy just went way down. She she knew every word. Yeah, oh. She's good. Wow. You go to the reservoir. You encounter... Uh, hold on. <laughs> three teens loitering in a beat-up Ford pickup truck and uh, pounding cans of... Hold on. I have to roll on my random beer table. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, that's an 11. Is this 13 Mile Island? <laughs> oh, my God. That's an 11. Uh, they're drinking uh, Milwaukee's Best Ice. Oh, Excellent. Oh, wow. 6%ers getting it. That is, they are partying. David, is that a chart of your own devising? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah Were you yeah, just going to say that no matter what you roll? <laughs> no, 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 no. There's other ones. I can, I can roll for you. Um, a two is Colt 45. <laughs> Did you make sure all these beers were on the market in uh, 1992? <laughs> Anything you can buy in Tall Boys in a gas station today probably existed. existed. Like, yeah, like Steel ago, Reserve, yeah. Cole 45. Yeah. yeah. Milwaukee's, Milwaukee's best, best ice. ice. Cole 45 definitely existed because Lando Calrissian was right. uh, effectively <laughs> yeah. the spokesperson. Right? Yeah, I'm not yep. saying you could have a better time. David, what's your go-to shitty beer? 
Um, hold on, let me roll for you. <laughs> <laughs> that would be Bud Light. Yeah, oh, hell yeah, yeah. <laughs> Missouri, baby. <laughs> duty, duty. Anheuser Bush. Wait, what did they say? In Bev. Wait, what? <laughs> duty, duty. Duty, duty. No, diddy, diddy. <laughs> right. Uh, poopy poopy i forget <laughs> dilly, 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 dilly 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 yes there we go that's what we were looking uh, for those were bad commercials yeah i like the dog ones those were good anyway oh, where the dogs say uh budweiser <laughs> we're at the reservoir i guess <laughs> milwaukee's best they're crushing milwaukee's best ice. The ice yeah the beast tan gets out of the car uh finds the like open 18 pack grabs one cracks it open and just kind of wanders into where the kids are it's relatively warm they've been there for a little while it's a, a 30 rack it's about half okay. consumed so there's about 15 warm cans left and it gives that distinct almost gasoline smell as you open it up and you walk over <sighs> towards the kids they're averaging five units of alcohol per person depending on how long they've been out here okay joe yeah, and it is a it's ice beer, which means it's a little bit higher than your normal, you know, three two. That's right. We're dealing with some loose sluices, guys. Um, I'm actually this is kind of my um realm, uh, ATF, you know. Oh, that's right. That's right. Um, and he sniffs his beer. This is a good one. <laughs> I know that is your realm. I don't want to tell you how to do your job, but it would be super cool if you just like walked over there and poured it out in front of him. No, he uh, he savors the beautiful taste of the beast ice <laughs> of the ice. Hey, kids! Hey, this isn't super weird to you that <laughs> we're just here. Well, it's it's the cool place to be. Um, we got some questions for you. <laughs> Who are you? Hold on, it, these guys are clearly nerds. My name. <laughs> yeah. Why are there four random adults here at the reservoir <laughs> at midnight on a thirsty Thursday? Well, so, you know, we, we haven't been out to the reservoir for a Thirsty Thursday in a, a quite, a, quite a while. We figured we'd come down here, and we just ran into you guys. You don't look like you're from around here. Well, we are. We're older than you, you know. Do you know are you any, sure? Have any of your, your friends disappeared? Maybe. I guess they haven't maybe. been around. Maybe. Yeah. What maybe. do you mean, maybe? Well, I mean, that doesn't mean they've disappeared just because they're not around. But some of your friends aren't around. I don't know. I'm only 12. <laughs> <laughs> it's dark. We should have clocked that right away. But uh, Is this kid actually only 12? Give me uh, alertness. I pass 42 on a 50. I fail 71 on a 70. Jodine's like, what kid? Which kid are we talking about? <laughs> uh, I fail as well. 61 on a 60. But only Cindy notices that these children, sorry, these individuals might be children. The rest of you are like, yeah, they're probably adults. That's fine. <laughs> you know, Harlan, Tan doesn't know it yet, but that alcohol rushing through his system is changing who he is as a person and making him worse. You, 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 you think he's a liability now? Immediately. Tan is standing there hearing you. He is ATF. It's called research. He probably does know about alcohol. I'm doing research. I don't think you should be drinking right now. I think you should pour that beer out like a hard He ass. continues to take a sip and then says, uh, Jane Allen, what's that mean to you? Spit it in their faces. <laughs> she, she, she's an older girl around here. I don't know. You seen her in a while? No. I don't really go to school. Uh, then what do you, what do you do? Nothing. 
Do you remember how you got here? Uh, in a car? Who drove? Rocky did. When was that? Uh, 30 minutes ago? Oh, that's a lot shit. of beers. You pounded five fucking ices and... 30 minutes each and these kids are 12 they're like these kids are just on the ground like one of them is already dead <laughs> the one with the beard walks over <laughs> <laughs> why are you bothering my friends are, are, are you rocky yes did you guys drink all of these beers in the last no 30 minutes no 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 i'm the designated driver i would never they had seven and a half each. <laughs> Rocky, you know, we uh, I, it just doesn't look like these kids have the body weight for seven and a half Milwaukee's best ices. They seem fine to me. Uh, they're <laughs> they, passing. Uh, you're right. They do seem yeah. rather coherent for, for what they've ingested. Rocky, what do you know about aliens? Uh, well, <laughs> <laughs> As he's frustratedly answering, I grab his arm and look look at it. Oh my god! Roll me a search, uh, guys. I really don't think anyone who is around is going to have these little cuts. <laughs> yeah, remember that came with some pretty telltale Severe symptoms. Side yeah, uh, I, su- <laughs> I successfully passed. <laughs> uh, yeah, you don't see any. The two younger kids, not Rocky does look like they've pounded seven and a half beers each. Uh, however, there seem to be no effects on them at all. Well, that's odd. Ooh. Yeah, that's what I, that's jo- what I was Joe talking. Joe was saying, yeah, ooh. That's fucking nuts. All right, let's get the fuck out of here and go on to the next place. Could we? Hey, could we get your names real quick? I'm uh, Rocky Collins. Uh, the younger gentleman you were talking to over there, Chester Wisman. Mm. I bet you have a lot of fun with that name, huh? Lastly, the woman over there, young lady over there, uh, Chastity James. How old are you, Mr. Collins? Um, I'm 23. Can we roll human on that? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, pass. I pass a 60 on a 60. I pass with a 2. 39 on a 40. Harlan fails. He might be lying and is only 20, and he is just worried He's, he just seems to be shifty because he realizes you're adults and kid. We don't we don't really care how you know that you're underage drinking. It's not like we didn't do any of that ourselves, but uh, we just <sighs> we just need to know the actual facts. Like, could, how could, old are you, son? I am legally obliged to uh, no, he's not. He's... arrest you, but if you help us, I won't. Uh, ATF well, agent, alcohol, tobacco, firearms. <sighs> it, it's just a relief. I don't have to do that deep voice anymore now. I'm most concerned at this point that these are actually adults that are now have taken over these 12 year old bodies based on the way that he said pounding those ices a pounding ices number one and B two. he said that woman over there and then was like I mean that girl right so I it's almost like our DM is like respectful and chill <laughs> no, that was just bad game. That was bad handling. Though. I just I caught myself. Fuck. Don't don't read into that. Sorry. That I thought I cracked yeah, the whole thing open. Nope. Okay. So, um, Mister, what what was it again? Rocky Collins. Mister Collins. Rocky Collins. Mister Collins. Yeah. So, uh-huh. do you you know Jane Allen? Uh, no, I don't. We're a couple years apart. You make it sound like she's not around. That's sure a shame. <laughs> And and you don't have any, you don't have any friends that just haven't been around for like three weeks. No, not three weeks. No, 
two weeks, any one time. week, any amount. Yeah. Occasionally, people go places. Where do you know, they trips. go? They go to the big city. They go to the big city. What do they do in the city? They go to the big city shopping. Shopping. <laughs> that checks out. And they're gone for days, weeks at a time? Oh, sometimes there's some big shopping to do in the city. You got to get your fancy clothes at the Gap. And, <laughs> you know, back to town. Rocky, has anybody you know ever not come back to town? Not as far as I know. And you were you were 20, that was correct? Ish. And how old are your associates here? Mid-teens. Cindy walks back and gets in the DEA car. Do you want to breathalyze the kids or anything else while you're there? <laughs> Do you want to sobriety check them? Yeah, let's send them back to Delta Green for testing. And- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you hop back in the car. Where yeah. to? Uh, Merle's. 1 a.m., night one. Merle's? Wait, the hotel or the bar? I think the bar. The bar, county bunker. Uh-oh. It's a late night, Harlan. You gonna stay up? What 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 are we what are we going to the bar for? We're gonna have the same conversation we just had, but with older people at a bar. <laughs> yeah, they gave us the password, so that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> As David is just nodding thoroughly and vigorously. <laughs> Cindy falls asleep in the car as you guys are going. <laughs> if, okay, why don't why don't what if we just leave her in here? <laughs> she got real calm earlier. Again, this is a this is a brilliant investigative mind, but her methods are pretty unorthodox. And I, I've seen her get like this before it before it really gets odd. Tan rings a doorbell on the bar. <laughs> At the bar. <laughs> Waking Cindy up. <laughs> and uh, you go to the door. Merle's County Bunker is literally stylized almost as if it's some sort of bunker. It's a windowless bar. Blocky. The front door is uh, almost like it's for a gang hideout. Uh, it is a heavy door with like one of those slots. Like Ooh. an eye slot. Oh, nice. Cop knock. Bring, bring. <laughs> 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 There's a little doorbell on it. Big League Chew. Door uh, slides open. He sees you. Big League Chew closes it. Door cracks open. You walk in. It is a half, not liquor store, but more of like a grab-and-go beer place and half bar. Again, there's no windows. It's dark. Uh, it's stylized with those tin-branded beer signs all over the place of every which brand. Uh, Some of these brands are even now defunct in the early 90s. Some of them are more modern. The place smells like that uh, solvent that a really cheap bar has that just permeates the air, and that's all you can smell. You can't smell food. You can't smell the beer. It's just that kind of ambient solvent smell everywhere. And there's only the bartender. There's no one else in there right now. Can you roll for some of those signs? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Steel Reserve. Ooh. Oh, look. Good one. Steel Reserve. Oh, Rolling Rock. That's fancy. Oh, from the glass line tanks of old Latrobe. That's what they called me in high school. <laughs> they called you Rolling Rock? That's right. They called me Super Dork. <laughs> they, they, uh... And lastly, Steel, steel Reserve. <laughs> oh, another Steel Reserve. Yeah. This one's a little fancy. I like this one. Yeah. It's a limited table. It's Holiday only a edition. 12 table. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bartender behind the bar says, um, well, hello there. Have you ever been abducted by aliens? <laughs> <laughs> Every single time. 
<laughs> Why is it always the aliens? Oh, sorry, we didn't know this Why? town had any kind of connection to that. That's just kind of his new yeah. age pickup line that he's been dropping well, out. Well, it sounds like you're like uh, really upset by this. So, how many times have you been upset? <laughs> <laughs> Me and my partner saw you from across the bar, and we <laughs> thought that you... <laughs> we're just the laughing stock, laughing stock of Tennessee. Yes, we're all laughing. Yes, we're like I hate it. Pointing, and I laughing. hate being the laughing stock of Tennessee. Who who hates it? What's your name? My name is Arthur Doyle. Arthur C. Doyle, just Doyle. But but really though, how how many times? Never. People always ask that. There ain't no abductions around her. You don't know anybody that's been abducted or- No. Abducted from their Sherlock Holmes, maybe? No. Ain't nobody been abducted around here. We have some Moriarty questions. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) Um, You Sherlock harassing the locals, I've noticed. People have been talking about these- these agents going around town asking questions about the aliens. And that upsets people? Yes, sir. Is it because you like these aliens and you don't want No! We don't like no aliens. We just want to live in peace. So you don't want the aliens to be here anymore? What aliens? The ones you don't want here. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? We, Why do we you just keep him. asking questions <laughs> about aliens? You tell us. <laughs> hey! Okay, okay. I'm sorry. Sorry what? to bring up the aliens. Uh, Can I you, have a water? Do you know who killed Jane Allen? Yes. You do know who killed Jane Allen. <laughs> <laughs> he pours each of you a water because the nice old lady asked for one and you've been out all day. I chug it. You chug it? Okay. And I've still got my Milwaukee's best ice uh, from the reservoir. <laughs> hey, hey, no outside beverages. <laughs> no outside beverages. You got to shop here. Tan chugs it and then goes back to his line of questioning. Who gives you the right to do that? So did you, did you kill Jane Allen or do you know uh, who did it? Why are you accusing me of killing Jane Allen? Well, so it sounds like somebody did kill her then, right? Based off what I you just said. I don't know. I I didn't say that. That's what I heard. We just tried this with him, and he did not crack. So let me guess. Nothing is happening that is strange or unusual in this town. Correct. Everything is fine. Yeah. Any of your friends been uh, out of town for a while? No. Oh, good. Any of your friends? I got no friends. I work hard. I'm always here at the county bunker. <laughs> you don't make friends customers. with any of the any of the regulars. No, they're my customers. I get that. You got to keep that distance. Are you aware of a yeah. one uh, Billy Spy- Ray Spy- Spivy Spivy is has? Yeah, that boy. Has he been in here? Does he frequent this establishment? No, sir. I check IDs. Thank you very much. I see that guy over there with the ATF badge trying to trip me up. No, sir. No children in this bar. Can I human that? Sure. Fail. <laughs> 93 okay. on a 60. Everyone in the bar looks 12 now. <laughs> Does uh, Scott Adams come come in here much? Uh, oh. Oh, that guy. Y- yeah. Uh, He's wh- poking around just like you, asking about them UFOs. Told him he wasn't allowed to come back here. Is that harassing? Oh, you kicked him out. He was harassing my customers. Was his line of inquiry similar to ours, or was he asking different things? Basically the same stuff. 
this is just a person. Do you think it was the fella from Dilbert? I ain't seen him making no comics while he was here, if that's what you're asking. What have you seen him doing while he's here? Harassing my customers. Asked and answered. Fair enough. Thank you very much for your time. I'm going to have to ask you to leave now. That is you what... have thoroughly wasted enough time, and now this bar has to close. Thank you. Z ushers you out the front door. Are we, like, right next to the motel? You're very close, yeah. Both are on the outskirts of town. They're both owned by Merle's. They're conveniently close enough that you could walk from the county bunker to the motel. And what time is it, like, one in the morning right now? Two. Bar closed at two. Yeah. Do you think it's too late to go try to talk to... uh, I'm so tired. I'm uh, I'm tempted to turn in myself and and get this with fresh eyes. I've got to sleep and shit and piss. (laughs) And eat. Apparently. Do we each have our own room, or are we all staying in the same room? Are you going to check in? Yeah, let's go check in. Yeah. So you walk over to the hotel. You go to talk to Riker Yates. However, there's a sign up saying, uh, the manager is not on duty. Please check in at 10 a.m. <laughs> you get to sleep in your cars now because you didn't even bother to check into the motel. I think Harlan saw the sign and was already walking back to the Bronco. <laughs> <laughs> Do, wait, do, do we know the which uh, hotel room? No, we haven't checked in. No, no. Uh, oh, that Scott was Scott in. Is in. Uh, we do? No, we didn't get room numbers. No, you didn't get, you didn't get the number out of it. Can I do a search for like a, a book that has like So you're going to break customers. into the... We're still on the outside. We're, we haven't made it Guess. into the lobby. Oh, we're not inside the lobby? No. No, there's no lobby. So this is, I should oh, say... Okay. Standard motel, doors open outward, mm-hmm. and it's actually, you know what? I'm just going to give you a map. How about that? Ooh. Perfect. So, 11 room motel, L shaped. Uh, the rooms on one side of the L are kind of double units, two double beds plus kitchenettes. And then there's a, on the other side of the L, it's just standard rooms where uh, it's some beds and then a bathroom, and that's pretty much it. And then in between, in like the joint of the L, there's a manager's office. Right. Is that locked? Uh, the office is locked. So it has that sign saying basically come back tomorrow. Yeah. I'm not going to sleep in the car. I don't know if Scott's a nice guy or not, but uh, I'm going to go find him. No, you're not. I, 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 would, I would not advise just knocking on doors at two in the morning. Hold on real quick. Who's in charge of this? T- oh, yeah. Sorry, guys. You're not actually full Delta Green. Oh, yeah, we're in charge of this task force. We're the friendlies. We're the agents. You're going to sleep in your car tonight. That's fine with me. It's uh, it's actually something I do pretty often in my line of work. Oh, that's sad. It, it's not. It's um, it's just you know, we stake out places. We have to make sure that we see the comings and goings of people pretty often. It's not sad they have steak. I guess I'll do it. I Typically, when I sleep in my car, it's because it's like outside of the casino. I had a bad night, so it's kind of... Not a great feeling for me, but I guess I'll do it. Well, you'll have a friend. It's, it's not a great feeling for anybody, bud, but we're we're going to be doing that for the next, probably till like 6 a.m. It's only like four hours. Yeah, uh, he goes back to the Bronco. Are you talking outside about all of this, like standing outside of the office? Defo. Yep. Okay, so as you're doing that, eventually towards the end of the conversation, the lights turn on on the inside. The manager's apartment was back there, so Riker actually lives inside the yeah. hotel, and he overheard you talking loudly it's still september he had his window open and eventually all the bickering about cars and sleeping in the car and stuff woke him up so he comes out in his pajamas like a nice proper two-piece striped pajama suit a very handsome gentleman comes to the door all bleary-eyed let me guess let me guess the 
you're the those agents or whatever that DEA task force. investigating yeah. super meth. We're awfully sorry, sir. Come on, come on, come Thank in, you come so in, much. come in. We appreciate you getting up out of bed for us. Your nation thanks you. Ah, uh, I already here paperwork. What? It just. I, I want to go back to bed. Just, just, here g- you just go. give us the um, keys and we'll we'll do it all tomorrow. How about that? All right, we got we got you in in uh we got four different double bedrooms. Perfect. Yeah, you're in rooms uh six to nine. <laughs> I don't know why that's funny, but it, it got me. I'll take the six. I'll take the nine. Seven's my lucky number, so I get the set leaves me with eight. Oh, infinity on its side, like that man's tattoo. Maybe it's lucky. <laughs> <laughs> Does everyone go to bed? Uh, before we get to the rooms, I do want to ask uh, Riker just a bunch of questions. No, I just want to ask him what rooms uh, Scott Adams is staying in. <laughs> Which rooms are the aliens in? Yep. <laughs> Thank you for showing us to these rooms, Mr. Riker. Now, we, we understand you have a guest here staying with you, uh, Mr. Scott Adams. How, how do you know that? We heard from in town. We're investigators. This, this is part of our investigation. Oh. Into super meth? We're figuring it out. It'll oh. be okay. Super meth. We just need right. to ask him some questions. Just let us know which room Your he's hotel in. Your hotel is not in danger. Room 10. You rented 10 and 11. 10 and 11? Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you so much for... Uh, I'm sorry to wake you up, but uh, I was not looking forward to sleeping in that car, so thank you. It's fine. It's fine. He turns around, goes back in, lights off. Mm-hmm. Tan goes, goes to bed. He plays a little online poker no, he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> Thomas, get it through your head. We don't know what existed in the 90s. Oh, you're, you're right. He doesn't. <laughs> he plays one of those little handheld machines. Oh, yes. Double yes. A battery. Right. Yeah. Every time you like hit something that's uh, at least like, uh, what? At least three of a kind or whatever. It mm. plays like that we're in the money. Tune. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And like monophonic. Yeah. Uh, he does that until he loses like five times in a row, and then Z's. Anyone else doing anything before bed? Taking a shower? Doing anything else? Harlan would. He would flop on the bed, fully clothed. Okay. Cindy puts away all of her clothes in each of the drawers in the motel room and then goes and sets up her toiletries at the bathroom sink and does her goodnight face wash, puts on a face mask, and then heads to bed and has a full-blown nightmare. (laughs) Joe slash Thomas, any special plans? Yeah, Joe walks outside of his room and smokes a cigarette and he wants to take a look at the outside of rooms 10 and 11. What is your alertness skill? 70. Okay, well, all right. Well, with the 70, you don't even have to roll. The one thing you notice between the two rooms, the room that was identified as Scott Adams's room, so that's room 10, there's a little bit of cloth sticking out from under the door. It looks like a towel, like a standard hotel towel kind of peeking out from underneath the door. It's getting blazed yeah, in there, like, dude. <laughs> like somebody had rolled one up under the door. Yeah, and other than that, you also notice the blinds are closed, but you can kind of see through the blinds uh, nothing on the other side. It's dark, almost as if there was a blanket put up over the top of the uh, clothes blinds. If I if I put my ear up to the door, do I hear any sounds or activities, movements? I'm not even going to make you roll. You hear nothing. Okay. He uses the bathroom, takes a shower, and goes to bed. Okay. 
Everyone sleeps through the night. You wake up, reasonable hour. Uh, you notice the office is back open up front. The lights are on again. There's a little bit of movement. However, there's not that many other cars in the parking lot. There's one van, uh, your Bronco, your Crown Vic, and then another rental car. It looks to be a uh, Ford Escort. Are either of those parked in front of uh, 10 or 11? The Escort is. Okay. Uh, the van's towards the other side, uh, where the other uh, rooms are on the other half of the And L. you said we could tell it was a rental? Escort is definitely a rental. Uh, it's unclear of the other one. When Tan wakes up, he goes into the office and asks, uh, do you have any co- coffee or food, or, or, or where, should, where should I go for that kind of stuff? I'd, I'd recommend the Mega Deuce if you want a big meal. But if you want a small meal, I got some coffee over here. You know, your officers are the law. I can cut you in on some donuts. Well, I appreciate that, but I'm, I'm a little hungry, so... Tan leaves the office and, like, knocks on your respective doors. Hey, you guys want to go to the Deuce to get some breakfast? And maybe we can ask uh, Scott to you come You hear with a us. scream when you knock on room number six, and she's just like... Uh, I try to open the door to, and get in. Cracks the door, and she's like, sorry! And she is drenched in sweat. I mean, just like she jumped into a pool, and she's like, let me shower, I'll be right out. Oh, I'm sorry, Miss Woodbega. Take shower. I was just thinking maybe we could take Scott to breakfast. And I think that's a great idea. So you wake up Cindy? You wake up the other two as well? or Yeah, I knock on their doors as well. Harlan uh, just splashes some water under his pits and puts on a, a, a new black polo from his suitcase. That's the only uh, difference. Tan did not uh, really plan for an overnight stay, even though he totally knew that it was happening. So he's still wearing the... Uh, baby blue polo shirt that the neck has been like stretched out but he's happy and he's stoked to go eat <laughs> breakfast <laughs> Jodine is wearing a fresh white polo he nods approvingly at at Harlan's <laughs> sharp fresh black polo and he puts on some some sunglasses and, and says yeah let's let's get some grub when Cindy comes out the four of us stand at door 10 and okay. bring 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 <laughs> No doorbells, unfortunately. <laughs> Old-fashioned knocking, no answer. We go to 11 and do the same thing. <laughs> you go to 11 and knock, and no answer. <sighs> Scott? Scott? <laughs> Scott? <laughs> Mr. Adams? Nothing. So while you're shouting, the manager hears you. Riker peeks his head out, looks at you, realizes kind of what's going on, goes back behind the counter, grabs some keys, and comes out to you. You're looking for Scott, you said. For Mr. Adams, yeah. Yeah, can you open open his door up? Just Do you have a warrant? Do you have a warrant? Well, this is more of a, a, a safety check. Yeah, we believe he might be in some danger. Danger from what? Well, we, I think he might have fallen in his bathroom or something, but I, I heard I heard a big clunk, and it sounds like we need to get in there pretty quick. Yeah, you wouldn't want anyone to okay. die in your motel, would you? No, 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 no. That'd be... <laughs> really bad for business it sounded bad it sounded nasty goes in uh, unlocks the door and says please please just go ahead he was like if i live i'm gonna sue we're like <laughs> all like showing eyes to each other like as soon as we get in there we search everything as fast as we can yeah you open and the second that door cracks open you catch a really bad odor yeah it's that kind of bad odor. yeah okay it's very very dark because of that blanket that uh you can see now was duct taped over the window Looking around, you see a couple of different things. You see the blankets that have been pulled off the bed 
and used for that, so clearly the bed is unmade. You see two piles of clothing. One of them is just kind of thrown in the corner. The other one is neatly folded on the table. You also see a Macintosh power book. Is that a la- like a laptop? That's a laptop. That's what laptops looked like in the early 90s. Uh, but you see one of those bad boys plugged into the wall. You see a series of documents, junk food containers on the floor, and that's pretty much all you can see as you walk into the room. Cindy failed her search check, and so with that smell, as soon as it hits her nose, she's like, nope, nope, not for me. Can't, can't be around any of that. And just walks out back outside. Tan also failed his search roll. <laughs> And uh, he gets, he feels physically sick and joins Cindy. I passed my search roll. It's a 68. I passed with a 17. So Joe Dean and Harlan both pass. Uh, most of this stuff is very obvious, kind of what you're seeing. Uh, you do see some journals sitting around that you didn't initially see on the first pass. Just those spiral notebooks that kids would use in school and scrawled on the front of one of them is Groversville Notebook. He uses wide-ruled spiral notebook, which also makes you kind of question his sanity. Why anyone <laughs> use the wide-ruled versus college-ruled as an adult, but, you know, it happens. I also want to be clear. You've only checked the one-bedroom like, area. Yeah. There is still a, a rotten smell to be discovered when tan leaves the room he's like can't deal with that smell hey hey cindy uh maybe we go check out the other room yeah we can go check out the other room <laughs> let's let them keep working on this one mm-hmm. but in the meantime that's what we'll be doing yeah sure but you know that all four of us can't talk all at the same time technically we could but i don't think so let's no try one, it we're no doing it right would... now start talking everybody. <laughs> no one would want to listen so two of you are going over to the furthest room the storage room two of you are still searching in the scott adams primary room you're in the bedroom are you checking out the notebook then that's what you want to do well i mean so is there like a closed bathroom door staring at us or a lump under the covers slightly ajar bathroom door there's nothing under the covers the bed is definitely empty okay i i have picked up the notebook but i do want to kind of kick open lightly with my foot the the bathroom door and harlan where are you so i just succeeded to search roll. you told us there were two journals so yep. what, what's the other journal yep. uh the other journal is just some like random ufo nonsense related to his watch the skies it's like a a log book those assorted documents can i look at those a little closer with that search roll it's going to take you some time, so I'll let you kind of go through them in a little bit, but you're not going to be able to necessarily do it in real time. Okay. It's just, it's a mess. This room's been not necessarily, like, ransacked, but it's just in complete disarray. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting there looking through that stuff, and he's going to the bathroom. So we'll kick off with uh, Joe Dean before we get to the other room. So, Joe Dean, you get to the bathroom, and once the door is fully ajar, you see where the smell was coming from. You see a heavy set man in the bathtub, uh, roughly 34 years old in age, curly black hair and a bushy beard. He's in boxer shorts and wearing a t-shirt, Knoxville Fantasy Con, 1989. He's up to his chest in water. Clearly the stopper is in the tub. To make matters worse, that water is deep red because you see numerous self-inflicted slashes all over his body. Arms, legs, everywhere. Specifically the arms and legs. Specifically the arms and legs. You see floating in the water uh, just a single razor blade. 
If I look out back into the room, are there signs of an individual maybe like increasingly succumbing to this kind of pain? Like, does is that how the room looks destroyed or? No, no pain medication. I guess what else uh, did Billy Ray have that was kind of obvious? He talked about eating a lot, right, and being hungry. You see some takeout containers, but nothing crazy. Yeah, uh, not really a heck of a lot. Okay, well then I guess the last thing we want to do in here is look at his computer. Uh, are you going to do anything with the body? I closed the bathroom door and tried to mitigate the smell, and I kind of motioned to Harlan. I'm like, he's in there, you can have a look. Har- Harlan, like, even wordlessly is just like a, a, an affirmation. Like, I, I, I knew he was going to be in there. You should look. You want to see a dead body? Hey, you want to see a dead body? <laughs> uh, do you do you need a second opinion? I'll I will check, of course. I just from Thomas to Joe, Harlan should see the insane way in which he died. And either I can describe that to you, or you can go look a look, take a look. Yeah, I mean, I'm researching documents, but I can go look in the bathroom. You want to look at the body? I do. I guess I look at the body. You hear some noises in the bathtub. Ooh, like water sloshing, or something else. You see, yes, at the surface, a little bit of bubbling coming up, and the water's moving slightly. I called it Jodine. Uh, did you notice this? And I'm just pointing at the bubbles. Uh, um, uh, Cindy, uh, you guys wanna, uh, uh, you guys wanna come take a look at this real quick? Cindy and Tanner are distracting Riker outside of both of these rooms. Yeah, we're really excited to try the Megaduce. Yeah. Everyone keeps telling us to go there. Uh, what, what, what would you suggest uh, that I order? Also, don't breathe in through your nose. Jo- Jody and Ashley, like, he busts out the door. He says to Riker, strange question, maybe. You got a, a fishnet, a big fishnet, small uh, fish, like... No. You know anybody with... I got toilet plunger. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Can you bring me a uh, a fitted sheet? Uh, okay. Goes and gets you a fitted sheet. What's it? What's, yeah, why what's, a fitted what's, sheet what's going or a on big in there? net? Can we cut to the bathroom real quick? Harlan's still in there, and I want to see yep. if the uh, plug in the tub, is it a pull-out? You have to reach in your hand in the water to pull it out, or do you or do you have to hit the switch on the side? There's no switch, so you have to press the button like to get the spring to trigger or pull it out. It's one or the other. But it's reaching into the water either way. Yes. Could I um, find something long like, uh, oh, can I pull the towel rack off like just to un- sure. undo that? And I want to use that to push down on the thing to drain the tub. Well, what if the thing goes down the drain? Ooh. I, That's why I wanted to like filter it out with the sheet. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, I see. Jodine, you looked initially at the body, right? And you left. Yes. And then you came back in with Harlan? Yes. Give me an alertness roll. 11. A crit. With an 11, you oh, notice shit. something is different than when you were first in the room. And what's different was it looked initially like he had some sort of like large pimple or growth or something on his head kind of right on his forehead no hair on it but it was like a growth on his skull by the time you come back it's gone Harlan step back get out of this bathroom Uh, Harlan is holding the towel rack about to hit the thing you hear from inside the pipes underneath the bathtub bang 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 up against the stopper. Something coming up from inside the pipes, going up into the bathtub. 
Bang. Bang. What do you do? Uh, holy shit. If this is like fight, flight, or freeze, we all just froze. <laughs> yeah. As you're standing there, eventually the clanging pushes through. The stopper busts out, and this almost metallic-looking liquid starts pouring up through the bloody water. So it starts cascading up into the ceiling, spraying bloody water everywhere, and then this metallic substance starts spraying all over the room. Oh, oh my no. god. I think Those of you in the room, uh, give me a dodge. Ooh. It's the Terminator. <laughs> Holy shit! A one. I rolled a one. <laughs> and I rolled a six <laughs> on a 50. Oh, alright. So with both of those, you're able to just back out really quickly out of the bathroom not getting wet from any of the either bloody water or this metallic stuff. But it sprays up as a geyser and then falls back down and it's kind of mixed into this bloody water as the tub is draining. And everything that's sprayed up onto the walls and ceiling kind of conjoins together, almost like, you know, mercury beating mm-hmm. together and starts going back, joining the rest of the stuff in the tub and starts swirling down the drain. Should we try to collect I some? Don't, I don't. I, I, I was not prepared hey, Mr. for Winters? anything. Hey, Mr. Winters? Like this. Uh, Mr. Winters, <laughs> I know it's the end of class, but you forgot to collect our homework. I don't want to be that guy, but um, I, can these guys roll a fucking sanity check? <laughs> oh, yeah, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they, yes, they most definitely can. Also, I have to pee so bad. <laughs> Are we close to pee time? Yes, we are. That's yes. a fail. Fail for me. Oh, no. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Take four sanity damage each. <laughs> we got Sorry, it. Sorry, I was just, I was, I, I was very much in the mood. <laughs> make them roll again. Do it. Make them do it again. <laughs> oh, just wait till you two search room 11. <laughs> What's is it five uh, for like temporary insanity? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yep. You should have made it five. <laughs> <laughs> so, a little bit of sanity damage, but you're not wet from the um, metallic oozy stuff. Yeah, I think that probably would have been a day for you and me, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> What do you do though? It's as it's swirling down the drain. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Joe Dean grabs one of like a um, a cup from the fast food debris, a Wendy's cup or some shit, whatever's there, and he just tries to grab a drop that's falling down from the ceiling and like catch it in the cup. He catches it. It recognizes its path almost was obstructed. It rapidly expands from being just a couple drops in size outward. Super flat, super wide, shattering the cup. And then the glass and liquid falls back into the tub. <laughs> Joe Dean like, drops it as it shatters in his hands, uh, walks out of the bathroom and closes the door. <laughs> Thomas's eyes were so big as you yeah. were describing that. <laughs> Uh, go, go, keep 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 Riker out. Keep Riker out of here. Riker, I, I go outside and I, I'm going to say, Riker, this was not the right fitted sheet. Like, why don't you, can we go? Uh, we needed something different. It, 
Uh, Maybe I don't know what a fitted sheet is. Could you just bring back a lot of things from like the deepest part of your linen closet? Oh, sure, sure. Maybe crack open room 12 real quick. That way we can do a safety check in there before you go. Oh, 11, I think, but... Yeah, 12 if you have it. (laughs) Yeah, you could just just leave us that key if that's all right. We really Uh, do need those linens quite quickly. I'll unlock it. You can you can okay. open it when you okay. need to. Thank How you. about that? He jets off. Nice guy. Yeah, he's he's he has one of the most uh, <laughs> like, prestigious fine. jobs in town. He's managing a eleven room motel. <laughs> Big time for Merle, the richest man in town. Yeah, exactly. By this time, though, you can reason that the entire tub is drained. Mm-hmm. Now you have this room with a computer, some journals, and also room eleven. Now, the other thing that you can't see on the map that I didn't mention, there's actually a door inside of this room conjoining room 10 and 11 oh, nice. as well. Okay. So you can also try to oh, go no. into room 11 There's that a way. mech in that one closet. Well, when, he, <laughs> when Riker lets us into room 11, Tanner and Cindy will, will go in there. Yeah. Into room 11? Yeah. Okay. You crack open the door. You see a second motel room. This one in much better condition. However, you do see it's been lived in. This is not, in fact, a room for storage. There is clothing, a couple of suitcases, and there is a young girl curled up in the fetal position in the corner of the room, silently up against the wall, listening to what was happening in Scott Adams' room. Jane? Jane? Yeah? Holy shit. Thank God that you're safe. And uh, Cindy is going to walk up, pull a second cardigan out of her purse, and go to wrap it around the back of this poor girl. And Cindy's being real soft, taking a real gentle approach. Dear, can you tell us at all what happened? I I disappeared. Yeah. And, yeah, and... Something happened to me. It was three weeks ago. Okay. And as she stands up, you look at her. She is about six months pregnant. Oh, shit. Jane, Jane, how long? You said you disappeared three weeks. How long were you gone? Uh, a couple hours. Jane, I have a really strange question to ask you. And I want you to just... <laughs> Be very serious. Take it calm. Okay. How long have you been pregnant? That's the thing. Yeah. Uh, maybe a a month. Yeah. Is it Billy's? <laughs> yes. Okay. Do you remember the lights? Yes. Do you remember it any took sounds? Me no, no. And he smells. They put things in me. Yeah, I want to look at her arms. Well, actually, you don't see anything on her arms. What about her belly? Yeah. So you'll find those same kind of incisions all on her like lower abdomen. She's in just wearing like a t-shirt inside. Another thing you'll notice in this room, uh, there are food containers galore. Compared to Scott Adams's room. There are 10 times yeah. as many food mm-hmm. containers. Uh, any pain m- prescription, pain I assume? No. no pain meds. Tylenol? No. Doesn't seem like the muscle thing happened to her. You're one of those weak people who relies on 
pain medication, aren't you, Tan? Very odd way to phrase that, but yeah. Will you give this girl some? She's pregnant. I don't know if just ibuprofen. I don't to know. Take that. I don't. I don't, I don't know much about pain. pregnancy. You can uh, roll medicine for me. Oh wait, none of you took medicine. <laughs> <laughs> How about this? I'll roll anyway. <laughs> David's like sure. it's about drugs, and we're like none of us will have the medicine <laughs> skill. How about that? Yeah, it's not a crit fail, just a regular fail. <laughs> nice. You think it's you think it's fine. Hey, Cindy, I think uh, I think we found our alien. Yeah, I think you're right. Jane, your mother is worried sick about you. I don't want to see her. She can't see me like this. They're gonna be so disappointed in me. I don't know if they have the capacity for that. I just I don't want to see them. That's why I got I contacted Mr. Adams. Yeah, tell us what's your relationship with Mr. Adams? I just needed help. What kind of help were you looking for? What could he What could he offer? Something you? to ex- explain what happened to me, the lights and everything. And he was he was in town and asking about aliens and stuff and I thought maybe that would be it. I don't know. But he 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 paid for this room. He was bringing me food. But did he, I, I, did I he help with anything else? No, he just—he was keeping me safe. He was gonna take me to to Nashville to see a doctor. He said it's not safe here in town, and I have to go elsewhere. And when was the last time you saw him? I talked to him yesterday morning. He was supposed to bring me food, and I'm getting so hungry. So you didn't go next door? No, he told me to keep a low profile. And what did you do with him the day before that? He just told me to stay here. He said he was researching the town, and once he had enough evidence, we were going to leave and go to Nashville. Did you guys physically touch? Did you shake his hand? Did you high-five him? He might have put his hand on my shoulder at some point, but I think maybe that's it. I don't, I don't know. I'm so hungry. And scared. Well, we'll get you some food, okay? Okay. okay. Now you can all roll me a sanity. Okay. Yeah. Having seen this young girl who is four weeks pregnant, but showing the signs of being around six months pregnant, seven months pregnant. Yeah, it's a fail. That's a fail for me as well. Three sanity damage. I am down to 44. <laughs> I am down to 46. Ooh. Breaking point 43. I'm at 36. I'm at a 45. Tanner feels sick, and he's ri- like, just like Luke, is not sure what to do next. Would we be able to say that in this time that they've been talking to her, that uh, Jodine and Harlan have gone through the papers for Harlan and the computer for Jodine? Fact, we would be able to. Sweet. Let's go through the paper first. Would there also be cool information in there that they could learn that would be cool enough to end an episode on? Dude, I have to be so bad. Yep, right here. Sick. Yeah, you got any real prizes in there? It's in front of you. Read off some of it. Oh, shit. Be surprised. Gotcha. We've got a listing of a number of livestock mutilations here. Um, There were three cows, a, a goat, about 20 chickens. There's also livestock alterations. A cow was missing an udder, but otherwise in good health. Uh, spotted three more in a roadside survey. Uh, didn't know who the farmer was. We've also got accounts of missing time, um, chopper sightings, 
lights. Everyone's seen some, it says. Alan, Barn, Thomas, Jacobs, Cartwright, and Anderson never go home. Never go home. Do we know any of those names besides Alan? Barn is, uh... Merle. Merle. Cartwright is the family from Bonanza. Yep. And also... (laughs) Those are all the aldermen. Uh, We've seen their names on offices. uh, When we were in the courthouse, we would have seen their names. Yeah, Yeah, so Jane's dad, Merle Barn, and then you would have seen the other names, too. Oh, this is... We did know. That's not, like, some ominous, mysterious thing. We we knew he wasn't going home. Right, but never go home. Exactly. But uh, I, I thought it was, like, Scott Adams knows... They'll never go home. Oh, (laughs) their story ends here.
so funny looking dudes with so funny 